Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What do you get when you take a smart ass sex and dating expert who's a little too smart for his own good? And you take a smoking hot vixen with just the right amount of naughty and nice. And together they point out all the very stupid things men and women do in the world of sex and dating. You get a juicy little podcast that is smart, sexy, and will knock you on your ass. It's unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is Believe in the Sex Playbook, and it starts right now. Hey everyone, welcome to Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm your host, John Ibrahim, coming to you from the Windy City here on the Believe Podcast Network. Alongside with me is my co-host and a girl who, when asked the question, trick or treat, always answers both. Mm-hmm. Shay Kilmer. <laughs> Hello, my romantics, erotics, and curious people. If you love the show like little kids love cursing the people who give out candy corn on Halloween, then please remember to subscribe to Believe in the Sex Playbook and rate us with a five-star rating. You can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much everywhere else you get your podcasts. And of course, you can always find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts on Twitter. That's B-L-E-A-V. And shout out to our Starbucks guy, Ollie. Mr. Oliver. Oliver, right. I'm saying, calling him Ollie, okay? Yeah. You said Ollie. I was like, was that his name? No, it's Oliver, but I'm now calling him Ollie. Yeah. We told him we'd give him a shout out. Yep. So. Um, do you like candy corn? I hate candy corn. So do I. Ugh. Yeah. It tastes like plastic. Mm-hmm. And you always know which neighbors are going to give out candy Listen, corn. Listen, so. I work for a dental office, and the dentist that I work for, I guess, one year passed out toothbrushes. Oh, God. and uh, i think they got egged and it is halloween by the way we are happy halloween (laughs) Um, how are you shay you know sir i'm i just cut my hair and dyed it blue so that tells you my mental state at this point yeah and i was just saying to her earlier that i find it hilarious that when people see shay they don't know if it's a halloween costume or if that's her street clothes and it's her street clothes. She's wearing street clothes today, but it's it it could easily pass for a Halloween costume in a good way, though. Yes, I don't know who or what I would be, but I am blue haired and uh, in a cute little outfit. So, you know, it's kind of like a uh, your your look is sort of like, and I don't mean the hair, but it's like a Harley Quinn look. You dress in that kind of genre, and so people. I could see how they would think you're dressing up as a costume or whatever, but it's but it's not. You know what? I really need to seriously start getting into cosplaying because I've been thinking about it a lot. Mm-hmm. So I think this... I'm going to make 2022 my cosplay and travel year. Hmm. All right. Yeah. I mean, all those Comic-Cons and everything are supposed to be... We all you know, say that it's nerds who go to that thing and, and dress like Luke Skywalker and all that stuff, but... Listen, the <laughs> chicks... at comic-con are Uh literally the hottest females i've ever seen in my life and i'm like (laughs) yes ma'am yes mommy sorry (laughs) i was just gonna say that that we say it's all just a bunch of like star wars dorks but especially since the popularity of the marvel movies and then of anime it has attracted like mainstream hot people go to these things hot women so Maybe I should start getting into it just so I can go see how women. Listen, sir, this is my thing. You you have your coin thingy. Fight, attract <laughs> women with your coins, okay? Yeah. Um, I'm attracting women with 
blue hair and <laughs> so am I. mental stability. That's why I should go. AKA coffee. Right. It's the men at those things that dress <laughs> in those outfits. Like they're dressed like Thor and Spider-Man and they're wearing way too tight like unitards. Men should not be wearing unitards. You got like moose knuckles showing and it's oh, just disgusting. So I just I just effectively ruined. We're like ten minutes in and we haven't even gotten to the topic. That's the best part. I know. You know things are going south when you mention moose knuckle. Okay. Anywho's. So how are you? Oh, just peachy keen. Good. Me too. Great. (laughs) All right. So now that we got the pleasantries out of the way, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so our topic this week, Shay, it's it's a very serious topic, but um. What we always talk about, our mission is, yeah, we point out all the dumb things that men and women do mm-hmm. when it comes to sex and dating. And y'all do a lot. Yeah. it's We'll be in business a long, long, long <laughs> time because of all of you. So uh-huh. thank you. But even though we point all that stupid crap out, there's always a lesson in there. Our goal is to try to improve people and help. True. So. So it's definitely we're here to help. Guys. Yes, that's the underlying thing. We may call you out on your bullshit, but yeah. we're we're just trying to help. Yeah, and they're all teachable moments. Mm-hmm. So we we in some cases we call out specific people, but you're agents of our cause. So while we may humiliate you, you are helping other people. So so feel good about that. So there's always a lesson. With us trying to improve and help people. So even the serious topics, there is a lesson there that helps us accomplish our mission, no? Sure. Yes. What are we getting at now, John? Okay. So what I'm getting at is our, our topic, it, because you know there's been some stuff in the news lately that made me think about it, and then I had a personal experience you know, last weekend, th- this weekend, that made me... John, did you get pegged? About, is that what happened? Did I get what? Did you get pegged? I did. <laughs> I did not get pegged. Not that I know of, anyway. And I think I would know if that happened. Uh, you, you probably would, yes. No. Pegging is a big thing these days, and we can get to that one day, but that's not what we're talking about today. That oh, okay. Is, that is very in vogue, though. So um, we can broach that subject soon. <laughs> soon. Soon. We'll, we'll get there. Right. But today, what I want to talk about is the act of people getting roofied. Oh. Yeah. That's serious business, and it's not a joking matter. No, at all. Nope. But it's it's something that we we even have to talk about the uncomfortable topics, right? To, of course. In order of course. to to help people and to point out the, mm-hmm. the the crap out there, and you know, we will talk about the very common things that people talk about when they talk about roofies, which is the warnings to women about the do's and don'ts, you know, to make sure that that um you don't fall victim to that Mm -hmm. but even with all those do's and don'ts that are very mainstream and have been out there forever it still like keeps happening over and over again yeah so why is that are they just not i mean you you're letting your guard down you know nobody's roofied at a starbucks or at a juice bar it's always at a place where you're drinking alcohol so when you drink alcohol you drop your inhibitions and you let your guard down a little bit so you may be forgetting the warning signs i think it's also like we don't expect it to happen to us Mm. um and i Mm -hmm. think it's also that realizing that you can this can literally happen with someone you don't know or someone that you do know that's just trying to take advantage of you yeah um so i think it sucks that we always like us as women always have to be on edge like Mm -hmm. we can't and especially if you try to go out alone which 
it's good to go out alone. It's good to um, do things on your own and like going to the movies or going out. Like it's we should be able to go out without being afraid. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, that's not the case right now um, in this day and age. Uh, um, so we have to be even more on edge, unfortunately, if we're going out into a public place that our inhibitions have lowered so um yeah it's definitely sad um that women have to be on guard at all times but we do that's why people have come up with um the nail polish that changes color um if you like put it in your drink and it changes colors it shows that you've been there's something in your drink Mm. um or there's that cup um it's like a cup condom that you can put over your cup and put your oh, straw yeah. through. Kind of like what you see like with boba. Like where you, they put like the... You yeah. have to like poke the hole through. They did that. But like um, for your drink drinks. Yeah. So. Now, which is ridiculous. Like why do we have to fucking buy this shit? Yeah. It's sad that we're even at the at a place where that has to be a thing. Mm-hmm. But um, now Shay is correct that 99% of the people who do get roofied are women perpetrated by men but there are there was even a news story on the news not long ago where men at a fraternity were getting roofied because it's like like have you ever heard stories like it's the weirdest thing where where, um it's not necessarily a roofie story but you hear like hazing like male hazing oh yeah and part of the hazing is like sexually assaulting them it's like how did that how did that turn into hazing where hazing i thought hazing was just like you get like flour and stuff thrown on you yeah or like you like get doused in water and then flour thrown on you yeah or like you know they snap a towel on you in the shower that's hazing you know no there's like hazing where like groups of like frat boys or even Mm. like high school like football players will like sexually assault another guy i so this i don't is understand it i think in regards to that i think there is a lot of males that are not allowed to be who they truly are mm-hmm. um in regards to like their sexuality yes so they've been taught like oh if you're gay you're this or you're that and yeah. it's and it's sad mm-hmm. um but at the same point, I feel like it's that's how they get their their anger out and their frustration about not being able to just be who they are mm-hmm. is they take it out in an uh, aggressive, hurtful manner towards others. Oh, yeah. They say, you know, a lot of guys that um, a lot of and there's a little bit off topic from the roofing, but a lot of men who have homosexual tendencies, but they can't let it out either because of their family or they're afraid of mm-hmm. public judgment they like are the ones who end up like beating up homosexuals you know what i mean it's so fucking sad dude it is literally the saddest fucking thing i've ever seen in my life yeah it's they're taking out their their feelings that i must be less than because i'm gay so let me go beat up a gay person you know it's i think it's also like jealousy too like oh you can you just get to be outright gay and like nothing happens to you like i can't do that like i don't know i think it it's this it's really the saddest fucking thing dude um and it's a lot of times i feel like it's coming from like the parents and like Mm -hmm. the public that's surrounding them yeah like to be ostracized for that kind of stuff is so sad it's so sad like and that's why a lot of people who come out they they move far from home, far from their neighborhoods mm-hmm. and all that stuff, not because they don't want to live in the place they grew up, but because the place they grew up 
is not accepting to them, so they they moved away to a place that will accept them. Yeah, I um I just think about like my daughter and uh, if anything or anything like that, like she was like, "Hey, I'm this or I'm that." I'm like, "Okay, cool, yeah. like whatever." Right. Like it doesn't matter. And the fact that like parents literally kick their kids out just because of they have a preference on who on um, who they like it's the saddest fucking thing like how fu- what kind of fucking parent does that yeah anyways a bad one that's for sure I, yeah no kidding anyways back on track yeah so. but the, the the male roofing other men that that is sort of the same thing of of what you were getting at Shay was that the men like let's say they're a bunch of frat boys who they want to have sex with another man but they can't do it openly they can't go out and and you know, pick up men or go on a, a gay dating app or something like that. So they end up roofing men because that's the only way that they can do it in private and in public and or, uh, rather than in public, that sort of thing. So it does happen to men, but very, very not, not even close to the amount of women getting roofied compared to men. Now you've been roofied before, haven't you, Shay? Yeah. So I um I went out with someone who I I've known for years. This couple years ago. Um, and the saddest part too was I was with someone at this time. So, um, like dating someone. Yeah. And um, I had left their house. Oh, it was like Easter. It was Easter Sunday. I left their house. I was driving back home, and this person was like, "Hey, we're down here," and it was like. 10 15 minutes from my boyfriend at the time's house and i was like you know what like fine they always had asked me i'd never went it's like fine whatever that's um they were at this like cute little pizza place that had like really cute drinks and it was really nice day out so i um stop in and uh there's um a few other people and then it kind of like disperses a little bit and they're like oh you want to go to this bar called bottled blonde and i actually had been wanting to go i'd never been before and we went so i only had like at the first place we went to the pizza place i literally had like half of a drink because i didn't really like it and Mm -hmm. i don't drink much anyways like i'll maybe have like three to four drinks if i'm out like all night so really not that much unless it's like my birthday or something and i go ham (laughs) But, (laughs) but like i normally don't like drinking that much anyways so um yeah I have like half of a drink at this other bar and then we go to the bottle blonde and then at bottle blonde I literally have like maybe like three drinks and it's just like a short little Tito's cranberry like nothing crazy guys yeah not even gonna get a buzz really yeah and I was we literally closed the bar down it was like 2 a.m or something and this is pre-covid by the way and I'd gone to the bathroom a couple times because, I mean, (laughs) I was drinking water, too, in between. And at the end, though, I literally felt so fucked up. And Mm -hmm. it was like I had been there for, what, six hours tops Mm -hmm. from, like, the start of the very first bar to closing it down. And having, like, a total of three and a half drinks shouldn't fuck somebody up. And it was to the point that, like, I couldn't drive home. Mm. So this guy, I, I remember stepping into his car, my mm. quote-unquote friend, stepping into his car and then feeling violently sick. And I remember, and, like, I start losing my memory. It's things starting to go black. And then 
um he I, I remember the smell of him pulling into like a mcdonald's and like the smell of the mcdonald's and then he pulled in front of somewhere and opens the door and i and i open up the door because he had parked and i just throw up on the ground and then he i don't remember this but like walks me up and there's like a hotel room and like oh, like it yeah it was really bad and i just remember in the hotel room throwing up in the toilet but i had fallen over so i had this huge ass bruise on my shoulder and then waking up the next morning he's gone and i'm just like completely nude and i'm just like <sighs> yeah God. and then i find the condom inside me still no i got home it Ugh. was probably the most like traumatizing moment of my life at yeah. that time well so, sorry i had to recall that but like you said we're trying to use our experiences to warn other people um, so that that's the thing is like do not trust anyone when you're going out like yeah especially someone who you don't really really know um this was someone i used to work with this was someone i'd known for a couple years but not like more of like acquaintances but like hello hey how are you doing like blah blah long time no see kind of people um not not someone i would call like a best friend or someone i could lean on and i didn't I just never thought that, that would happen to me because I'm like, I'm a strong person. Like, there's no one, like, who could, like, I'm always with someone I know. And, like, I don't, if I'm not, I would literally have my drink in my hand at all times. But this is someone I knew. I just didn't think someone I would, knew, like, I knew would do that to me. Yeah. So. Wow. Well, um, yeah, and we'll get to some of those, like, safety tips to reiterate them here in a little bit. But yep. what, what sparked this topic in my head was, so this, the quick story of what happened this weekend was me and a buddy of mine were out and we're just having some drinks at a you know a casual like restaurant that has a decent bar in it. So right next to us, there was a table, two women that were, they were neighbors with each other and they're friends and they were out. They're like soccer mom types, you know? Yeah. And we start, you know, just talking with them, casual conversation and they, they seem fun. So they ended up joining our table. So it's us four just kind of talking, that sort of thing. And we had learned that they had just they had gotten there at like 5 p.m. And it's like 9 p.m. now. So they've been drinking for a while and we could tell they were a little bit toasty, but nothing too obnoxious. But, you know, as you get good like conversation flowing, you know how more drinks get going and one of the women in particular, she just in the short time that she was with us, she, she had drank like three glasses of wine. So I'm so really feeling it. Yeah. On top of however much she had to drink before there. And you could tell she was she was overserved, you know, so she went to the bathroom a couple times and came back uh, after we noticed that she had been gone for a while. Her other friend was about to actually go look for her. And she came back and her friend was like, are you OK? And she goes man, I think I've been drugged. And then right away, first off, you feel bad for her if that really happened. But right away, me and my buddy were like, we didn't drug her and nobody else was with her. So if she truly believed that she was drugged, if she really believes that, then she's going to think like, did those two guys drug me? And so she was like, you know what? We got to go. And as she's like putting her coat on and stuff, I said to her friend, do you think like she was really drugged or did she drink too much? She goes, no, I think she drank too much. So even her friend didn't think that she was drugged. But 
what I'm getting at is that there's probably a ton of women out there that either were drugged by somebody or just got really shit-faced and felt like they were drugged. And if they really believe they were drugged, even like the next day, they go home and everything's fine, you know, nothing, nothing bad happens. But the next day, if they're like, man, I must have been drugged last night, the very next thing you're going to think is, well, then who drugged me? And then if you can't, it's either the bartender or the guys that I was sitting at the table with. And so what I was thinking, like, like obviously we didn't drug her. I don't think anybody drugged her. I think she was just way overserved. But it started thinking, and I would never, 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 when we're talking about roofies, paint guys as the victim. They're not. They're always the perpetrators. But I could see that it does put us on defense just a little bit to be like, hey, this girl is getting like totally shit-faced, and I don't want to be accused of of roofying her. You know what I mean? Like, what do you think of that? Um, I think if you see a girl getting completely shit-faced, you tell, if they're with anyone, yeah. tell their friend, and mm-hmm. then leave the situation. Yeah. Because you, um, if you're, first off, men should be fucking worried. Yeah. Men should 100% be fucking worried. Sure. Because they need to start realizing how fucking shitty they've been yeah. towards women. Yeah. Like, 100%. Yes, please go on the defense. 100%. Yeah, just like our Do last it. episode. The, all the douchebags ruin it for the ones that aren't douchebags. Yeah, but, like, the same point. Start looking out for women. Mm-hmm. Like, the amount of cases of sexual assaults and everything that aren't... Like, even the girl that had witnesses. Yeah. With that... I forgot that guy's name. The one that was the swimmer. The, um, the case where, like... He was literally raping her in the back and behind like a a garbage thing. And people on bicycles were like saw it. And all he got basically was like a slap on the wrist. And like the people tried to be like, oh, his future and blah, blah. And now he has to register as a sex offender and all that. And like his future's ruined. And it's like, oh, boo hoo. He's the one that fucking did something wrong. He should be in fucking jail. Hell yeah. And the fact that all he did was get like suspended and shit and has to register, that's nothing. And do community service, oh, boo hoo. And it's so sad that like even when they have a witness, Mm -hmm. like these people aren't serving time. Yeah. Brock Turner. That's his. Thank you. Yes. He is the one. Piece of shit. God. And it's just sad because like the amount of people that are actually convicted because there's no witnesses is so small. I think it's like what? Like I think only 10% actually tried to go to the police and go to court and stuff. And of the 10%, only 3% actually get convicted because there's no um, like witnesses to show. And like people are always asking, oh, what was she wearing? How much did she exactly. have to drink? And blah, yeah, blah, she blah. went with him to his place, you know? Yeah, I but mean, she her right yeah. to say no. Oh, God. Yeah, too much away. victim shaming. Way it's, too much victim shaming. And it's shaming. disgusting. It's really disgusting. Yeah. And, and so you're right. Men should totally be on defense. And because of that, I, it, it made me think since that happened that night, you know, do we have to... <laughs> do we have to change our like mode of operation during our dates to to make sure that I think ha- if we made sure that women were more protected things would be so much better. Yeah. Like if if she if you're worried that she might think she's drugged. Mm-hmm. This is the thing. Most of the time they have been drugged. Mm-hmm. There's going to be like one 
out of like a hundred that's not actually drug that's like actually just drunk yeah but like most of the time when girls like okay i think i got drugged like they have been drugged yeah i i i've not just your story shay i mean yours was pretty tragic because it, it went all the way to you know it went too far you know, basically date rape, you know, but I've had a lot of girls tell me that they definitely were roofied and, and thank goodness, you know, no guy took advantage of them while they were, while that happened. But it helps when you have someone there that's like watching your back. I didn't have anyone because I thought I was with a friend. I thought this guy was my friend, but the problem was he wasn't. And he was the one that did it. And I think I actually ran into someone I knew Hmm. there at the club and like we're, was talking to them and like, oh, no, this is my friends. Everything's fine. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and like we an will, I think we will close the show off about giving a little bit of advice to women who, who go out by themselves. But, you know, before we get to that, because I also it also got me thinking that and, and you'd be good to speak to this, Shay, because mm-hmm. you're a woman who did, you know, when you were dating men, you went out with men. Unfortunate. Yeah. And what I mean, (laughs) what I mean going out by yourself, I don't mean on (laughs) dates. I mean, just going out to have a drink by yourself. But, but you would go out on dates with men and all there is all those safety rules that you need to follow Mm -hmm. to make sure that you don't get your drink roofied. Like, you know, always watch your drink being poured. Don't let a guy walk up to you and say, here, I bought you this drink, you know, but, and all those are great. But what happens if you are, what do you do? When you're on a date with a guy and it's just you and him mm-hmm. and you're not getting any creepy vibes or anything from him, the date's going fine, but at some point you do have to go to the bathroom. Sure. Do you do you leave your drink? Do you take your drink you, with you? You finish it yeah. and then you go to the bathroom. Okay, good. Because cause granted, that is a safety thing to do, but you also, if this guy is totally innocent and he's not going to roof you... He'll think like you don't know she that. took her drink. Right. But she took her drink with her. She thinks I'm a roofie. T- you know what I mean? You don't want to give that. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I literally don't give a fuck about men's feelings. True. I like, should have thought that right before I said it, that uh, she's this, not going to give a fuck about his feelings. It is not my responsibility to protect your feelings. Yeah. Men or women. It's not my fucking responsibility. Yeah. If you are offended because I have to make sure I don't get drugged. Yeah. You can go fuck yourself. You're, <laughs> this is obviously not going to work. And please excuse yourself. Yeah. Don't text me again. Thank uh-huh. you. <laughs> I love that. Well, so who, like who the fuck cares? I am making sure my fucking life is okay like i'm that i'm going to be okay you're gonna get offended that i make sure i'm gonna be okay because i don't know you you're a stranger stranger danger hello yeah we've learned this since we were little kids yeah i could see a guy like thinking in his mind like oh she took her drink because what she thinks i'm gonna roof her. i could see some guys thinking that but the way i would rationalize it if i was that guy i'd be like well yeah probably because so many fucking douchebags ruined it for us that this girl was either drugged before or knew somebody that was drugged and now she doesn't trust anybody. So that's why she's taking her yeah, drink Yeah, we have with her. every right not to trust anybody. It, we you have shouldn't every trust right. anybody until they earn the trust. Yeah, you know? unless I'm actually like dating them. Nope. And yeah. even then, in the beginning, I'm not going to fully trust them. Yeah. Okay, so that's the advice there is either finish your drink and then go to the bathroom or just take your drink with you, you know? Yeah, it might not be convenient to take your drink. It's easier to take a beer into the bathroom than it is like a mixed drink into the bathroom, but... Or this thing, leave it and then just don't drink from it again. Yeah. 
Unfortunate, but hey oh. Yeah, because you Rather, really are rolling the dice. If you walk away from your drink, I don't care if you're a male, a female, if you walk away from your drink unattended, mm-hmm. you are rolling the dice. Yeah. I mean, in this day and age you are. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take much effort. There are there are experts who are pros at drugging people and roofing them. It's well, disgusting. Tell me about the one that you So there was recently yeah. a video um going around. I I saw it on TikTok first and it was um like a bar surveillance video, right? Yeah, it was a bar surveillance video that showed these two men. They had been talking prior. They come up to this girl who was very obviously alone and sitting alone drinking at the bar. One of them, she didn't see that they were together. They just kind of like came around and the one approached her in the front. And the other was in the back, and she didn't really see the guy in the back. And the guy in the back acted like he was ordering a drink, and then sits there while he's get he's like drinking his drink slowly. And then the other guy is distracting her, talking to her, flirting, whatever. Yeah, this is a team working together. Which this happens a lot when it comes to like kidnapping and stuff. Yeah, sex trafficking. Um, sex trafficking. Yeah, that's what I meant. Sex trafficking. So they, as the one is flirting with her and her her side she's kind of like sideways to her drink the other one opens up the um it's like a little baggie that has like the stuff in it and pours Mm -hmm. it in and you see that in the surveillance camera that he poured in the stuff into her drink but it's like really fast isn't it like yeah and then within i think i don't know 20 minutes she's like slurring her words and blah 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 and the you see these two guys kind of just like helping her out of the door because she's like kind of slumped over now and and the only reason why they didn't get away with it is because there's this like homeless lady like yelling at them mm. and these other girls who were coming out of the bar helped her too so it yeah it's really fucking sad yeah so that's how quick it can happen so that's how we wanted to finish out with this poor girl who did go out by herself I actually love women who are they feel strong enough and comfortable in their, enough in their own skin to go out by themselves you know the saddest it, fucking part is that girl's probably never going to ever go out by herself ever again yeah i mean that is so fucking traumatizing it's insane right like, so if if you are going to go out by yourself kudos to you for being that strong to do that but man you're even more of a victim or a target you're even more of a target than Somebody who has a group of girlfriends that are watching out for you or whatever, you know, I'm and just so fucking tired of being scared. Like, yeah. I'm so tired for me. I'm so tired for just females in general that men just see us as opportunities to get off as like not actual people and just items and things to use. And it's getting exhausting. And the fact that like even nowadays, like I have to constantly tell these people like people my age, like guys my age, like I've had to have this conversation with two different guys who like were kind of on my roster, wink, wink, a little while ago, um, that women aren't going to tell you when they've been sexually assaulted. Yeah. Like don't think that women are going to confide in you. He, and they're like so sure of themselves too. It's so funny. They're just like, no, no, no. They would definitely tell me. I'm like, why do you think they would tell you like yeah. you're nothing special you're a you're a male <laughs> like get the fuck out of here anyways yeah so you know and, and it, like in that video the 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 instance that shay just talked about that was a team working you know they're, they're out specifically looking for people to drug and then kidnap as a team so you have to be on your guard even more so if you're by yourself because these guys 
when they go out, they're like working. That's like their job to kidnap people for sexual tra- for sex trafficking. So they are looking around the bar for the person that they want to get, and they're going to look for somebody who is alone because they're easier to. There's less obstacles in their way. So if you are going to go out alone, man, you got to be on your guard. Do mm-hmm. not do not leave your drink unattended for even a second. You know, not even a second. So. <laughs> So my advice for to, to close this out, my advice to men, you know, if you're put in the situation that I was, we weren't accused of drugging this this woman, but she she had just mentioned it a couple times to the point where it, it, we'd be fools to not think through our head like, wait a minute, she didn't think we drugged her, did she? I think so, as long as you see that a girl has somebody else, that's when you need to excuse yourself from the situation. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm you you got her. Okay, good. We're going to go. That's exactly what happened. It was like, okay, fun and games are over. We said to her friend, she going to be okay? Are you guys okay? They're like, yeah, we called an Uber and stuff. We're like, all right, you know, let us know. We did not walk out with them. We did not. You know what I mean? I just, we, we didn't need any of that. So no. if you are a guy, you know, in one of those situations, it's it's your job to make sure that the situation doesn't get any worse. If there's a woman mm-hmm. who says that she thinks she was drugged, you don't need to be making things any worse. Is No, be like, do you need me to call you a cab? Yes. Like, do if she's alone, mm-hmm. make sure she somehow gets out of there safely. Because even though you might not do something to her, somebody else will. 100%. Yeah, right. There are guys that are so fucking disgusting that they will literally fuck someone who's dead. Yeah. Oh, that's so, so gross. Like, I don't even. So, like, don't put it past people to be fucking disgusting. Yeah. I don't even get that. Like, why would you if if sex was free, but she was like unconscious, that wouldn't appeal to me. You, I like I want him to be alert and animated and yeah. saying dirty things. And, you know, I who think wants, it's also like, a, people who don't get a lot either or they are addicted. Yeah. Or that's like their it's kink, a power thing. Yeah. And it's like, ugh, yeah, like bro. I can't. Yeah. Ugh. But anyway, yeah, if you are in one of those situations, guys, it's first off, everybody has their own responsibility to themselves. But when that is when that falls away because they've had too much to drink or whatever, then the very next person or entity in that place that is supposed to have the responsibility is actually the bar or the restaurant. It's the manager and stuff. So they're the ones that like over. Exactly. So you got to let the manager know, hey, this is the deal. You know, I think she's had too much to drink, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, the the aftermath isn't going to end up falling on you. Now, my advice to women, you know, is there's so much of the common Well, I don't want to say common sense because then it makes it sound like, oh, whoa, what's wrong with you? You couldn't follow that instant. It's just, let's say we want to reiterate the stuff that's always been said is never leave your drink unoccupied. Never take a drink from somebody if you didn't see it poured yourself. That sort of thing. Somebody wants to buy you a drink and you want to accept it, you follow them to the bar. You watch them get your drink, you know, from bottle to your hand. Right, Shay? Yeah, I think the biggest things is don't trust anyone ever that you meet out because... Whether it's your date or somebody that you meet while you're out. Or it doesn't even have to be date or someone you meet. It could be someone you think is your friend. Mm, Um, mm -hmm. Everyone has different intentions. Um, everyone is not like you who would never do that. There's a lot of people that will a hundred percent take the opportunity and take it to take advantage of you. 
um, sometimes it is someone who you think is your friend and you've had friends for years. I let go of two best friends this past like year because they were just they never had my best intentions in their forefront of their mind where I always had theirs. So don't ever, ever trust someone to have your back. Always have your own first and foremost. Um, so when going out, if <laughs> it, don't ever leave your drink um, or finish it before you step away. If you can't do that, then don't drink. Yeah. Even like lemonade or whatever, because people can still put shit in lemonade. Yeah. People can still put stuff in water. Like, yeah. I think the biggest thing is just watch your own back um, and don't trust anyone. Yeah. And for everybody out there, if you see something, you know, the old phrase, if you see something, say something. If you see like two or three people with a girl who is like slumped z- over, slumped over or zombified, you know, looks like a zombie. Don't just write it off to, oh, look at that drunk girl and her friends are trying to. You don't know that that's a situation. Mm-hmm. Just tell, just say something. If it is just friends trying to help their drunk friend, okay, fine. No harm, no foul if you told somebody about it. But you could be, if it's the opposite, you could be preventing a crime there. So if you For see sure. something, say something. Yep. So I know this was a very serious topic. We tried to put a, you know, street smart spin on it, you yep. know? Um, and it's, it's, uh, because Shay and I just shared personal experiences, two very different experiences, but still experiences in that bubble nonetheless. So if if we have experiences about it, then you have or could have experiences about it as well. And so we just want to have it in the front of your mind versus the back of your mind. Yep. All right. Especially now that things are opening up. So Yeah, things are opening up. People are excited about being out so they may be over serving themselves and you know in celebration of catching playing catch up on what they've been missing for the past (laughs) couple years so just be safe out there and with that that'll do it for today's edition of believe in the sex playbook i'm john ibrahim make sure to hit me up on facebook and instagram with the username the real john ibrahim and please remember to subscribe to The Sex Playbook and give the show a five-star rating. And I'm your co-host, Shay Kilmer. You can find me on Instagram at Truly Shay. You can also find me at TikTok at Truly Shay. That's T-R-U-L-Y-S-H-A-Y. You can send us your questions, comments, concerns, um, topic ideas over Instagram. Or if you want to watch us live and almost in person <laughs> on TikTok Live, you can find us there normally on Wednesday evenings or afternoons. And remember, you can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at pretty much all your favorite podcast directories. And of course, always at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. Yeah, you should check out her TikTok, not just because she's very creative on there, but you could check out her new blue hair, and she she wears it well, so you should go check <laughs> it out. Speaking of Twitter, please tweet your questions or topics at me and Shay, and I promise we will try to read them in a future episode. You can find me on Twitter at John Ibrahim and Shay at Kilmer Shay. That's K-I-L-L-M-E-R-S-H-A-Y. I don't know what I'm doing still, guys, on Twitter. It's been, what, two years? Yeah, your tweet might be waiting in <laughs> queue for years. a while. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm sorry. <laughs> and if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Remember, sex sells. So get in on the action and advertise with us. And you've been listening to The Sex Playbook on the Believe Podcast Network. Ciao, Bellas. Are, 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.